What's up? This is your man Cassian Herve, and welcome to the Godly Gems Podcast, where wisdom and understanding are the two principles we chase for an effective, purposeful, and impactful walk with God. You've been handcrafted in the image of the Most High. You've been given power and authority and dominion over this earthly plane to rule and dominate. But how does one go about walking in such power? Tune in and let's uncover this mystery together. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey, what it is, man? How we feeling? How we doing? It is another day on God's green earth. It's a blessing. Back with episode two. How y'all doing? Man, I love y'all. I really, I really appreciate y'all for tuning in. I really appreciate y'all for being with me another day now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just overzealous. Forgive me. But um, purpose and the pain. You know who hasn't in who hasn't incurred any kind of pain in this lifetime? We all know what that feel like. In one form or another. It don't feel good. <sighs> my, my Lord, it just does not feel good at all. Whether it be physical or spiritual, I think spiritual is always going to be worse. That emotional distress that we go through from time to time as human beings. But the beauty of our Lord, the beauty of God himself, is that despite of who hurt you, despite of who took your emotions and ripped them up into shreds, despite of who despitefully used you, knowing that they had no good intentions behind what they did to you. There was purpose in the pain, baby. <laughs> Glory to God, man. You gotta, you gotta love Jesus. You gotta love our Lord Yeshua. Because regardless of what you go through, what did he say in Romans 8.28? He said, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and who have been called according to his purpose and his plan. I added the plan part. But who has been called according to his purpose? What is purpose? What is that? That's like a very, very popular word now, I would say, in today's culture. But um, being purposeful in its essence is having an original intention behind what you're doing and why you're doing it. When God made you, when God created you, he had purpose in mind. He had an original intention, a design and an objective to make you in every way just like him. And to bring you back into his presence forevermore. The pain that you felt, the sadness, the emotional distress, the brokenness, the sins that you've been battling your life throughout your life is all to mold you and bring you back into the presence of God. Now, you had a free will, so there's a lot of things that you've done, mostly everything that you've done. But even the, even through everything that you've done and even through everything that you've caused in your own life, he has a way of bringing it back around for those who've been called according to his purpose. We serve a good God, y'all. <laughs> He is good all the time and every season of life, whether up or down. He remains the same. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's holy. He's perfect. He's kind. He's merciful. But there's also a work that we've been given while we're here on earth. Each and every believer has one. <laughs> we all in the same team. Like nobody's out here just doing their own thing when it comes to the body of Christ. At least we shouldn't be anyway. We all serving a purpose. So what is your purpose is the question. What are you here for? What did God What did God save you and clean you up for? What are you supposed to be doing? Well, that is an intricate detail that is left up between you and the Holy Spirit. That's something for you to find out and the Holy Spirit to know. But it's not impossible. We were, we're going to start at the Great Commission, though. Once you've been saved, once you've been baptized, you repented of your sins, the goal is going to always be the Great Commission, to preach the gospel to all the four corners of the earth. That's what we're here to do at the end of the day. But in what form? We all been given specific gifts, right? Like somebody's a singer, somebody's a chef, somebody's an athlete. You got to know how to properly distribute that gift 
and that anointing in a way that's going to bring those who are in darkness around you into God's marvelous light. So if you a basketball player and you hit the game winning shot, that glory is cool that you're going to get, but the glory that God can receive from it will be even greater. Christ said, if he be lifted up, he would draw all men unto himself. Not you, not me. <laughs> hey, it's cool to be praised. Like we all love to feel good about ourselves, but there is a time and a place right to it to receive that recognition. But at the end of the day, all recognition and all glory goes to God, even in your pain, even in your suffering. God is omniscient. God is omniscient. He knows all things. He knows your beginning from your end. But what's crazy is, is that God created the end from the beginning. See, Isaiah 46.10 says, declaring the end from the beginning and from the ancient times things that are not yet done. So that means God already created all things, the end from the beginning, and he knows how it's all going to play out. He knows the exact timing of the end of the world all the way to its beginning. See, the thing is with purpose, right? Because we're talking about purpose and the pain is that before that individual hurt you, before they decided to want to stomp on your heart, before you were left as a child, before you were wounded and left for dead, whoever thought that they could do it and get away, whoever thought that they could treat you any kind of way, God already used that pain that you endured for his glory. Before it even happened, before it even happened. Hey, <laughs> I love Christ, yo. <laughs> I love Christ. It's truly, it's truly an honor to know who he is, to be in fellowship, to be in oneness with his likeness, to be made in his image. Like, come on, y'all. I could get hype, bro. <laughs> I could get hype. The living God has chosen us before the foundations of this world. Like, it ain't no reason why we should be living at the same level. Like, it's when you get to know God and you actually know who he is, there's absolutely no reason to be living at the same level season in and season out it just don't make no sense christ is the cheat code like oh man bro i'm <laughs> he's the literal cheat code to life being in his presence and getting to know who he is there's absolutely no reason to be living at the same level it's just not everything that god makes has this ability to evolve everything that god has created has the ability to grow and flourish and thrive and being made in the image of god if you're not thriving if you're not flourishing something is completely off something is completely off bro like it just nah it's not it's not supposed to be happening that way but it's i mean to thrive and flourish would mean that you're in the presence of the of the living god there's no way to thrive and flourish outside of your power source you take a phone you use a phone you take it off the charger what's gonna happen it's eventually gonna die right okay it's the same thing being in the presence of god god is the charger like to every human being i tried living outside of the presence of god i was broken busted and disgusted <laughs> completely caught up in my sins lust fornication pornography <laughs> i'm talking about out there fully depraved i mean like it wasn't even a fight between me and satan he was just having his way hurt broken like i said busting and disgusted but getting into the presence of god everything changed i'm t like oh man I, I can't even begin to explain to you how good god is all i can tell you is is that regardless of everything that you have been through regardless of all the pain there is a purpose for it there's a purpose for it and that purpose is to is to show the glory of God in your life. Lives are going to change because of you getting into the presence of God. Lives are going to change when you begin to act on purpose. Don't stay stuck. Don't allow what you've been through and what you've gone through to keep you stagnant. Get hooked up to the charger, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's get right out here. Let's dominate rule and control to take the earth and subdue it like Christ said to do. Not to dominate and rule over other people, right? But to express our dominance and our specific areas of gifting and leadership through the talents, gifts, and anointings that God has given us, but for the foundations of this world. 
And if we are to find out what those gifts, talents, and anointings are, we got to be willing to be receptive to what God shows us about ourselves, being born again in Christ, right? So Proverbs chapter 20, verse 5, what does it say? Well, it says, counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Now you say, what does that even mean, bro? I know, I was kind of like the same when I first heard it. But counsel, what is counsel? Counsel is to give or offer advice, simply put enough, right? To admonish or to instruct. Now we know being born again, who gives us instruction? Christ, the Holy Spirit. So we got to be, we got to calm our spirits enough to allow it to be instructed and to be given advice as to how to draw out our gifts, our talents and anointings to bring more people into God's kingdom. Right? Because we're here to win souls. That's what we're here to do at the end of the day. See, and we also know that he who wins souls is considered wise. Right? Wisdom. See, we're to study the word to show ourselves approved. This is why it's so important to seek godly wisdom, godly counsel, godly knowledge, godly understanding. To seek godly gems, baby. (laughs) Right, right, right. Y'all get me on this, though. So that's the beauty of it all at the end of the day, that God is a wonderful counselor and an even greater orchestrator, author and finisher of our faith. His ways are perfect. I want to even get down to the nitty gritty, right? Let's let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Go back into the Old Testament a little bit. Right. We got to make all this relatable. Got to be relatable at the end of the day, because we bring up stories and we talk about our own lives, right? Because we're just that important at the end of the day. Because our struggles are just the worst of what anybody could ever go through. And I'm not downplaying it. But we got to understand that there were other people who struggled. And that went through severe trials in their own lives. And traumas. And their stories are written in the Bible. At the end of the day. But I want to take y'all down memory lane for a second. Go back into Genesis. And let's let's see about a man named Joseph. Born with about 12 brothers. It was a whole mob of them at the end of the day. It was a lot. And he had the gift of being able to see things. He had visions. He was able to dream dreams. God downloaded his his ability to foresee the future into him. That was his gift. That was his talent. That was his anointing. And when he began to express his future, mind you, be very careful who you explain your future to. Because when they're not in agreement with you, it's going to make them upset. You got to, that's just... I I know we've all experienced that at some point, that when you begin to express your future and other people don't see themselves in it, it becomes a little scary for to be around those kind of people. So always surround yourself with people who see the same vision, or if they can't see it, they're willing to support you and be a part of it. Because when you win, they win. That's, that's how it works. The people who love you, care about you, they see themselves winning at the same time as you do. Whatever the case is, it's just love and support at the end of the day. But I'm back to the story. Forgive me. When he was expressing his vision to his brothers, they really didn't like it. So just to speed it up a bit, they conspired to take him out into the fields, act as though they were putting in work for their father. And they attempted to kill him until one brother intervened and suggested that instead of killing him, let's just get rid of him. Right. He was trying to save his life. So they all came into agreement instead of killing him. We'll just abandon him somewhere. We'll just throw him into a well. Mind you, he was one of the smallest brothers. But through his pain, through his abandonment, he winded up going into slavery, into deeper trials and tribulations. And then through those trials and tribulations and slavery, he winded up somehow entering into a very powerful man's house, right? 
did great in there. But even then, he got in more trouble. It just seems like my man Joseph's going down a rabbit hole of no return. So then he gets into further slavery and, and more trouble until somehow he ends up into the very Pharaoh's mansion himself, right? Because the word also says that your gift will usher you before the great. And because he had a vision and he was able to see visions through the gift that God had given him, it placed him in a position to be able to express that gift in front of a very powerful person who wound up seeing his ability and wound up using that ability to save a lot of people. The point I'm trying to make here is that God knew about Joseph's pain. He knew about his pain prior to it happening. He knew about the slavery he would go into. He knew about his brothers betraying him. He knew about all his issues that he would face before they even happened. And before all of it even happened, God had it worked out in such a way that Joseph was still going to win. So what makes you any different from these people who once existed and walked this earth where God took their pain, took their suffering, took their trials and transformed them into powerful men and women of God who changed the landscape of the world that we live on today. Come on, man. Y'all know the God we serve, right? He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask a thing. Come on. We got to bring it back to the foundations here. I love y'all. It's always an honor to share the word of God with you. So let's keep growing in knowledge, wisdom and understanding, right? We're going to keep sharing the word. We're going to keep preaching the gospel. We're going to keep growing, prospering physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and on every level, overcoming every single trial that comes our way because we know at the end of the day, God has a purpose in our pain. Come on. Keep trusting in the Lord, putting him first in all that you do, and <laughs> winning is guaranteed just being around God and loving God. Embrace the trials and tribulations that you're in. Embrace the pain. Embrace the struggles. It's all part of your walk. It's all part of putting you in position to glorify God and to drastically use you in such a way where those around you will be blessed on a level that they never thought was possible because you decided to hang in there and put God first in the midst of your pain. The purpose that God has for your life is extraordinary. And I know some of us are going through some things, but regardless of what you're facing, God, just like Joseph, has an end goal for that pain. But you got to know the God that you serve in order to be able to embrace that truth. I love y'all. Y'all stay blessed. Y'all stay encouraged. And regardless of what you're facing, gems, know that the Lord is with you always. Amen. <laughs>